0: Radioinfluence.com.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with
0: Frankie
2: Powell on the drums and
1: Beans. We were just saying in our little pre-show pre-show that um, it's been a crazy, crazy, busy week. And it has, I've got news. Oh, let's hear it. So I wanted to go through, because I don't even know if you know, a lot of what we did this week at Uncover DC. It was like a banner week for us. Insane. Um,
2: I saw the thread that you put out there with all, everything that's been published. It's been, it is crazy.
1: Yeah. So we've got, you know, we've got a bunch of columns we put up. Steve Friend. Wrote a column for us called "FBI Imitates Minority Report and Moneyball," and it is something else. Um, if you haven't seen it, check the show notes; it'll be in there. They're ju- they're basically doing pre-crime, Frank. They're doing pre-crime. They're doing Minority Report. Straight up, proof is in the pudding. It's all in there, process and all. It, it's when did we start becoming thought police? When do you think that happened?
2: Oh, I don't. I, uh... I, I don't know before the technology was around to actually do it and, and you just start you start with the cultural shifts that lead people to self-censor themselves and uh yeah that, that I mean did he in any way shape or form incorporate some of the stuff that has been released at the wef by the wef this year um with the brainwave uh well, brainwave monitoring of employees
1: Wendy got into the uns version of what this all is in depth but no I don't believe he did this is a FBI based
2: okay keep going I'm gonna go find a video for us to listen to
1: fantastic we had um a great column from Adam Carter about the heat maps in Maricopa County uh where he goes in detail about the new heat map that we talked about on the show earlier in the week and it just keeps getting worse and worse. People need to know the stuff. And everyone in the comments, a lot of the people are going to be like, well, what's the difference? Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever happens. Blah, blah. You need the information. You must be armed with it. It's imperative. There is no other way. If you didn't know this was happening, it would be so much worse. Trust me. Um, then we had Kyle's column. Kyle joined us to talk and he he dropped this when he joined us in his impromptu interview on Wednesday. He he dropped this uh, Catholic charge uh, targeting from the FBI and he released in the Uncovered DC piece the actual document that the intelligence product itself is, is here for everybody to read. You can blow it up and zoom it in and you can look at it here on the screen if you go to the column. And everyone picked this up, Frank. I mean, the Daily Wire, Human Events, the Daily Signal, like it was everywhere. Everywhere picked yeah. it up. He did a Tucker hit last night on it. And because of that, the FBI was forced to respond, which that's the culmination of a good piece of journalism.
2: I saw they rescinded the memo.
1: Yeah, the statement says, While our standard practice is to not comment on specific intelligence products, this particular field office product disseminated only within the FBI regarding racially or ethnically motivated violent extremism does not meet the exacting standards of the FBI. Upon learning of the document, because they didn't know it existed apparently, um... FBI headquarters quickly began taking action to remove the document from FBI systems and conduct a review of the basis for the document. The FBI is committed to sound analytic tradecraft and to investigating and preventing acts of violence and other crimes, preventing acts of violence and other crimes. Therefore,
2: therefore we are disbanding ourselves.
1: While upholding the constitutional rights of all Americans and will never... Mm -hmm. Conduct investigative activities or open an investigation based solely on First Amendment protected activity. That is a blatant (laughs) and proven lie. That's all they do. January 6th, I say no more.
2: That's all they do. Uh, School school board meetings.
1: Now, (laughs) the Daily Signal... This guy, uh, Tyler O'Neill, wrote a book about the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is where they based almost all of this, quote, intelligence product from. They went, they went to the, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center and they said, well, let's see what the Southern Poverty Law Center says about religious extremism. And then we'll just use that, the Atlantic, and I forget what other uh, outlet they use to base this entire thing on, to target Catholics and then it'll go into Christians and then it'll go into evangelicals and then it'll, then it'll, and if it's, and then anybody who, you know, espouses anything that has anything to do with anti six four three, And then, and then, and then until there's nobody left and the, and first they came for you. uh, First they came for the social, or first they came for the whoever meme becomes true.
2: Cardinal Niemöller.
1: It's insane. Hey, guys, real quick. I didn't do this. If you're watching the show on any of the live streaming platforms, please do us a solid and share it out with your friends on your social networks. Appreciate it. Um, so there was that, which I consider a massive win. I just consider it a win. Does it mean that they're really going to never do this? No. But it means that they know that people are are watching. Kyle said, I think on the Tucker hit last night, that the person that gave this to him wasn't even a Catholic and was just disgusted by it.
2: Hey, it's it's going on. One of the things that were was happening um, in late 2022 with Project Veritas was the exposing of the the, the school superintendents and, and everything over here. Well, right next door in uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, where they were completely um, taking any kind of candidates for one position or another or trying to trying to stifle. Any kind of devout Catholic teachers from their system.
1: I remember. Um, so, yes. Yes.
2: So it's a it's a it's cr- it's across the board, and, and I guess. It, and as I said yesterday on uh, on my show and and and, and elsewhere, it, it comes down to a few very stark things here. Oh no, no, it's one stark thing, but it could be applied to many issues that pop up along the way. Whether we're talking about censorship revelations in the twitter files uh, and how deep that rabbit hole goes or the fbi categorizing traditional catholicism as radical or anywhere else what it comes down to is you cannot they will not allow it they you cannot have any allegiance to a power that is higher than this false nation that has been built up in the footprint of the former american republic Mm. that is it that's what it comes down to it's not something specific about catholics it's about finding this one piece of modern catholicism that is not wanting to go along with the modernist scourge and, and it's not uh, even the
1: church that's doing it at, at an official level it's the people within it like the oh, Pope oh, oh i know because yeah. the, the
2: vatican the vatican has waged war against against the trads you know it, it, francis himself has waged war against the Latin mass. Yep. This this is all going on inside of the Catholic Church. So these are true renegades and I hate to say that but because it's a it's a righteous it's a righteous cause I believe inside of what is um just as corrupt a an organization as the American government itself. But this is that as Cardinal Vigano had been saying over the last few years in his open letters to Trump and everybody else, we're seeing finally the merging together of the deep state and the deep church which has been working in concert in trying to uh join and uh and create this one world government slash religion for generations now this is the end game for them all so yeah. it's a it's emerging a and a lot of people are are fighting against it now it, it's good to see very late in the game but it's good to see
1: yeah it has to happen eventually it has to happen eventually um Before we get into more meat, even though this one, this column yesterday blew me away. First of all, it is so compelling and so powerful. I thought I was saving trans kids. Now I'm blowing the whistle. Have you seen this? No. Oh my gosh, Frank. Um, There are more than 100 pediatric gender clinics across the U.S. I worked at one. What's happening to children is morally and medically appalling. Her name is Jamie Reed. She says, I'm a 42-year-old St. Louis native, a queer woman, and politically to the left of Bernie Sanders. My worldview has deeply shaped my career. I've spent my professional life providing counseling to vulnerable populations, children in foster care, sexual minorities, and the poor. For almost four years, I worked at the Washington University School of Medicine Division of Infectious Diseases with teens and young adults who are HIV positive. Many of them were trans or otherwise gender non-conforming and I could relate. Through childhood and adolescence, I did a lot of gender questioning myself. I'm now married to a trans man and together we're raising my two biological children from a previous marriage and three foster children we hope to adopt. Ew. That's her basis. Okay. She says this, I left the clinic. um... Okay. During the four years I worked at the clinic as a case manager, I was responsible for patient intake and oversight around a thousand distressed young people came through our doors. The majority of them received hormone prescriptions that can have life altering consequences, including sterility I left the clinic in November of last year because I could no longer participate in what was happening there. By the time I departed, I was certain that the way the American medical system is treating these patients is the opposite of the promise we make to do no harm. Instead, we are permanently harming the vulnerable patients in our care. Today I'm speaking out and I'm doing so knowing how toxic the public conversation is around this highly contentious issue and the ways that my testimony might be misused. I'm doing so knowing that I'm putting myself at serious personal and professional risk. Everyone's asked me to keep my head down, but I can't in good conscience because what's happening to scores of children is far more important than my comfort. And what, hap- what is happening to them is morally and medically appalling. And if you read this, she's got emails from within the facility about parents saying, get my kids off these things. They're, you know, unable to, you know, one one girl was taking um, hormone replacement and had intercourse and hemorrhaged basically because it makes you so like s- sensitive to injury for lack of a better word it's i it's a it's such a well-written sobering terrible piece um and i'm going to put it in the show notes so that everybody can
2: it th- there is no way there's no way i know that right now it, it may we may seem it's so dark and there's no way to um we have to find uh, we we have to find it in ourselves to make to make to find all the silver linings of the time in which we live
1: this is a silver because, lining
2: uh, yeah it it is but it it it, it just it goes to show that somewhere down the line and maybe not in our lifetime somewhere down the line what we're living through right now is going to be written about extensively just like the the horrible crimes uh, against humanity that were carried out by the Japanese and 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 the Nazis and Stalin's Russia, this is going to be this is going to be right up there. What's being done in the name of inclusivity, supposedly the transgenderism uh, uh, fight, which of course links hand in hand with transhumanism. I, I, at the end of this fight, which is a lot more global than it will be known as something that was regional. It, it, it's gonna be written about so extensively. This is the peak, the peak of the horror.
1: Um, Matt Walsh testified yesterday in Tennessee in front of the health committee. We're gonna to listen to a couple clips of that because it was something yes. and it's along the same vein. Can you, that,
3: you give us a summary of it?
1: Hold on. This is interesting. I'm gonna go full screen.
3: Educational
4: background or your healthcare education experience? Mr. Walsh, you recognized. My experience in healthcare? Your educational background, I'm just curious. You, 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 you've you yeah. testified as to a lot of your own research. So I'm curious for what purpose you do that and what background you have to qualify you to speak to that. Well, my Which background was. that qualifies me to speak to this is that I'm a human being with a brain and common sense, and I have a soul. And so, therefore, I think it's a really bad idea to chemically castrate children. That is my experience.
1: I'm just stopping it for a second before we continue because he's asking him... What gives you the right to look into any of this as though they don't do the same thing? Like that's called journalism. Matt Walsh is a journalist. That's what we do. We look into issues of of societal importance and figure them out and then report on them so people are armed with information. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, they want, they want, they always want somebody to qualify themselves to have an opinion on something that they are doing that they, um, they, they wanted to isolate themselves and have everybody just obey, which, of course, as we know from the lockdown years, uh, there's not even consensus within their own circles. So they go and they isolate and they isolate and ostracize people who are just as educated. And as credentialed as them, if not more so, because this is ultimately a uh, a, a crusade of ideology and religion. This is a crusade. It's not a, it's not in any way, shape or form. Um, experts within a medical field or, or otherwise that are trying to do good for the betterment of humanity, they're trying to bring about a specific end game. And, uh, and and one of the ways they try to hold you down while they molest us, is my um, is my throwing this 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 false idea that we need to have some sort of a uh, a qualifying uh, credential on our side outside of common sense and thousands of years of human knowledge History. about right. ourselves? <laughs> you know that. So that's what the that's how they try to keep strap you down while they destroy you and your family's
4: lives. Here. Um, also, I I did now. It's true. I didn't. I didn't go to college, but I did go to school long enough to learn how to read so I can read the data for myself, and that's exactly what I've done. Uh, Representative Clemens, you're recognized. And
3: for what purpose do you um,
4: conduct your research and use this brain of yours? Mr. Walsh, you're oh, recognized. Purpose. I use it for the purpose of trying to protect children from being castrated and mutilated. That's one of the things I try to do. You don't Representative use it Clemens. To, thank you, Mr. Chairman. You don't use it to get clicks on your... Oh. You, you, you,
2: whoever, whoever he is. Oh my, my mind goes to dark places this
4: morning, Tracy.
1: District fifty-five in Nashville, Tennessee. I've got Um, you on my radar.
4: Let's stay publication. Are you using it right now to try to get clicks with this interaction? Mm -hmm. On. No. I, 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 I I really like the idea of getting, uh, of, of drawing attention to the fact that this is happening. To children i know you seem to find it very amusing i don't
1: okay way to go there's one more oh no i had one more i thought anyway
2: do you want you uh, you want to draw there's other ways to go about this mr walsh like uh saying, you know not saying anything
1: saying it to nobody
2: yeah, say it to nobody because if it draws clicks, then obviously you have had bad intentions since the beginning. <laughs> don't 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 give me that boys need their testicle stuff. Don't give me that little boys need to keep their testicle stuff, Mister Walsh. Come on now.
1: I I um don't know where my other clip went, but I have to find it. So I'm gonna just do a search real quick for it while we're talking. Um, there were a lot of. There were a lot of uh a lot of really crazy here here we go here here it is here's one sorry guys bear with me a second two minutes two minutes of 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 greatness here
3: mr walsh i found it interesting one of our uh um, people uh, testified today that they uh, had their gender affirming surgery at 16. And I know uh, you in former comments mentioned uh, this uh, on your blog at about 16 you're an adult who's mature and can make decisions. Uh, you're that at 16. I don't care what anybody says, even going so far as to say, you know, 16 people uh, when you're 16, you should be married and uh, and could be pregnant or should be pregnant. Um, so I'm curious if 16 is uh a, uh, an adult in your view, uh, why does this bill have uh, the uh, minor de- defined as 18? Uh, Mr.
4: Yeah, well, that's, recognized. Uh, yeah, that's that's a hit piece you took from media matters uh, from something when I was a, a radio host uh, 13, 14 years ago, in my early 20s. Uh, it's also not an accurate reflection of what I actually said. Um, I was talking about uh, the fact that people tended to marry young historically, and that's all that that was about. Um, how does that relate to the, to this subject? Just curious of your definition of, of if you feel like people are adults at 16. Should, right. Uh, well, people are adults just... at 18, uh, but actually, their your your brain is not fully developed until you're 25. True. So we should be having a conversation about whether we should even be doing these surgeries to people at 18. I mean, but I mean certainly before really... 18, it's it's absurd. It's almost over. Hold on. I mean, do you, do you do you think that a 16-year-old can meaningfully consent to having their body parts removed? Do, do you? No.
1: They can't answer the question when it's posed that way. Can they?
2: No, because it, because th- that is what they cover up with all of this flowery, soft, manipulative language like gender affirming care. Gender affirming care?
1: Gender-affirming care would be telling them, don't even think about this, it's ridiculous.
2: Yes, gender-affirming care is don't do this to yourself. You're going to mutilate yourself. Let us first figure out what is going on within your heart and your mind and try to re- tr- try to find some sense there and bring you out of this dark, cloudy time in your life. For, for them to, and, and for him to, and, and this is just how ridiculous, we want to talk about clicks and trying to score points for a cult to even attempt to to draw lines of relativism between traditionally men and women boys and girls marrying each other before even the age that we all know to be the time that we graduate high school i i, I know of plenty of uh plenty of my my grandparents generation I, it wasn't my grandparents because of course the um some people had were interrupted by the war uh if they weren't married already but um th- plenty of them got married at 16 17 years old and stayed together for the, their entire lives had had children they they had enough children they they started young enough where they they became great great grandchildren i mean this is just that's a
1: there, there. i mean i stopped it before the end of the clip i need i need you to hear that hold on here's do,
4: do you no
0: We do not, yeah. We ask the questions. It's not, it's uh, okay. Representative hammer. you are recognized.
1: We ask the questions. You don't, that's know.
0: it.
2: Yeah, we ask the questions. We're gonna, con- we're gonna to continue to conflate human beings getting, having traditionally gotten married and starting families younger in life to human beings. Um, cutting off their body parts and permanently altering their their anatomy because of an emotional problem. How do you even give yourself the permission to draw lines between those two things?
1: Uh, um, Satan?
2: In, in No doubt. No doubt.
1: That's the only answer there could be. Um, we're going to do a bunch of clips from the myriad of hearings that were going on this week. Um, there were house oversight subcommittee on weaponization uh, there were there were like a, a, a gazillion of them this one um, getting comfortable but I wanted to read this thread from 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 conservative treehouse the last refuge so that people have an understanding of the way things actually work and can stop Can get a little bit, I agree with everything he said. He says a lot of the base Republican people are lost about this hearing. Too few understand the granular differences within D.C. operations as they pertain to Republicans. The hearing today about Twitter was in front of the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. That's key. The House Oversight Committee is the chaff and Countermeasure Committee. For the GOP, it has a specific task set within the Republican mission It has a mission that's not what you think it is. The committee is not about the oversight of government. Um, Prior House oversight leadership included Darrell Issa, Jason Chaffetz, and Trey Gowdy. The role of the House Oversight Committee under Republican rules is to protect the Washington DC system by providing a false front of accountability, essentially controlled release of a pressure valve to keep voters satisfied. Republicans use the House Oversight Committee for fundraising. It isn't about oversight. It's about using the appearance of holding D.C. accountable to make money from voters. I'm not being cynical. This is the intent of the committee. Politics is a business, and the House Oversight Committee is a subdivision of the larger corporation, privately known as the RNC, internally referenced as the GOP. This is just reality, but the truth will help many people manage expectations. When the House Oversight Committee holds a hearing or any hearing, you can ignore it. Don't even think about it. The insufferable false pretense of it. Nothing. Just ignore it. This committee is for fundraising only. If you view the committee through the prism of accountability, you just end up frustrated, shouting at the TV, wondering why the questioning sucks so bad. It sucks so bad because they're not trying to get to the point or the bottom of anything. They have historically accomplished zero oversight, correction, or changed a single dynamic of every anything ever. Fast and Furious... IRS targeting Benghazi. Was it Benghazi? Yes. Uh, nothing. They've accomplished zero because regardless of who controls the committee, it's not supposed to deliver accountability. That's not the purpose of it. Quit, quit looking at it without seeing it. Um, they want to raise money and get TV clips, basically. The congressional committees that matter are the ones that have specific jurisdiction. This one has general jur- jurisdiction, and it's true. For clarity, this entire threat is about one very specific committee in Congress, only the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee, or as it is known in circles, the Chaff and Countermeasures Committee. So just to get that out there, and Jesse Waters agrees. He already knows all of this stuff.
3: Yeah. So what is the end game here? And this is my grievance. we are going to have a hearing. We get screwed, then we have a hearing. Nothing happens. We get screwed again. We have a hearing. Nothing happens. Same thing with Benghazi. They just got these guys to sign NDAs and it just goes away. Hillary, to the Justice plans,
1: Department,
3: we well, don't okay. have the Justice Department. You refer Department. It to the Justice Department. We're investigating the Justice Department and then they laugh at us. Okay, then DeSantis gets elected. Trump gets elected. What, is he gonna go in there and fire Chris Ray? Last time anybody so. did that, he got impeached for it. He got a special counsel down his throat. Or you go in and you leave Chris Ray in there and then he blackmails you. So we have an FBI dictatorship here. You either fire them and die, or if you can't or you can't touch them and you still die. And then the media comes out, doesn't even cover any of the Not substance Woodruff, of the, the hearing. Thank you. So this thing's totally contained over here and no one discusses it. I'm sick of these hearings. Make me yeah. feel better, guys. Tell me this Ooh. is going somewhere. Can I throw some in prison? Can yes. someone go to jail? Can someone yeah, get fined? We had an objective Department Wait, of Justice. We don't we have a tier two. They're two under investigation. Of we Justice. don't have an objective Just, any don't. anymore.
1: Just very quickly, you guys got the Durham investigation, which was supposed to blow the lid off exactly. of all of
3: that, And it ended up with nothing. Because exactly. Because there is yeah, nothing. Oh, there, is, there,
2: is no, oh. there is nothing. This, you is, guys, the
3: you
1: guys this is the hell.
2: This is the hell. This is the hell. This is the hell that we're in.
1: Why do they this even have a, these people on the panel for us to get angrier? Like, why? Good, good
2: for Jesse Waters. I don't. Good, yeah, I mean, he said everything perfectly, and 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 uh, th- that's written by Sundance.
1: The thread, yes, Sundance. Yeah,
2: that's it's 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 one hundred percent. Um, I don't, I don't know where.
1: Uh, I do wanna, don't know. Do you want to listen to the rest of this before yeah, we get sure. into clips?
3: Sure. Nothing
1: stopped. No, not because the jury was in DC. You, you guys admitted oh God, you
3: planted the dossier. Yeah, what? You admitted you framed him as a traitor. We and then you want to investigate. our to investigation. To get We're investigating forward. the investigators. We, We're investigating the investigators.
1: We don't live in the same world. <laughs> no. No, we not don't. At all.
2: Not at all. You are a you, you are a very very comfortable, well-paid propagandist, and you love your life. You love your life. That's that's the world you live in, that's the only world you seek to preserve. Very comfy. Very comfy in your penthouse with your with your with your dog.
5: And Mr. Roth, you said
1: I had a chip uh a clay, that's not it. Oh, those were the two ones that I had there.
5: I I also sent
2: you that WEF thing on brainwaves you can save to the end.
1: Oh, okay. In the chat. Okay, great. Jonathan Turley was questioned yesterday. Um it's the Weaponization Committee. It's the one that we're focused on, the Weaponization of Government Subcommittee with a targeted focus. Uh-huh. Just listen. Tell I didn't listen New York to this.
5: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. This is a committee menacingly called the Weaponization of the Federal Government. Mr. Turley, have you ever worked for the
1: federal government? Listen to this.
5: Yes. What What did you do? I. I did a... St- Couple of years off and on with the NSA as a lowly intern. I also worked in the legislative branch of various capacities. I represented Congress in 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 court. Uh, but I that's re- not that's not working for the federal government. You were an intern. But okay. uh, no, I was not an intern. I was representing them. In- I understand you were an intern at NSA. That's the extent of your federal government experience. No, I think Congress is part of the federal government. You represented Congress. You didn't work for Congress. Well, they paid me. That's my standard. But also, I I also worked for... All right, I'm going to reclaim my time. Let's move on, because I have a lot to cover. You've commented a lot on the First Amendment today. Do you think that Special Counsel Mueller's indictment of members of Russian intelligence for interfering with the 2016 election through social media was improperly charged?
4: Well, it depends. I I have to look at.
1: This is the their attempt to get him to say we shouldn't have charged any Russians, right? No matter how he answers that question, they're going to like use it as fodder. The truth of the matter is, and we've learned this, and Turley should know better. There were no social media campaigns. Well, there was one small ad buy on on Facebook for like thirty grand or something stupid this didn't happen okay so he indicted people he knew would never ever be held accountable for things they didn't do
2: 14 of them that weren't even in the country just random random names that end in v
1: yes come on come on come on come (laughs) in it's circling i've got the circle hold on i'll come back to this one because it's not loading um for some reason Grassley and uh and and Johnson testified too. Because we we talked about this at length. I don't know if you'll remember. I think it was when you were with me. I don't think it was when Mike was. Um about what the the government did to Grassley and Johnson for investigating the Hunter Biden laptop. They basically gave an FBI briefing that accused them of being assets of Russia and that assets of Russia had come into their committee, given them fake information and then scurried on out. And they used that information to write their whole expose, which everybody should really read on the the Biden laptop and Burisma and all this stuff, the way that Ron, I think we read Ron Johnson's letter on the podcast after this happened to him. It was, it was right before 2020, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if not a little bit later, I don't. I don't remember the exact time frame, but he did his thing yesterday. Here's Clay Higgins at the um, oversight meeting, the oversight hearing uh, with Twitter executives, former Twitter executives. I just want everybody to understand again, as I said in a tweet, both of these people that are being questioned, I believe at least Vidaya or whatever her name is, Gade or whatever, she works at CISA now. She worked for CISA before. She was doing both at the same time. There are, if you heard our space yesterday, there are gazillions of people who are serving dual roles at these think tanks and also CISA, which which are censoring you and conspiring not just to censor you, but to craft a narrative that is considered the truth so that you don't understand what's going on in the world around you. And... The way that this worked is interesting. So they didn't have a real good way to do this, Frank, because it's illegal. So they did it under the guise of the DHS because they're the only organization that has control over the quote homeland. And they did it also under the, the, uh, the DNI. And before CISA was a thing, there was something called NCSC. The nat- I forget the name of the acronym, what it means. But it was a confirmed position, the guy that ran the NCSC. His name was Evanina. And he started doing all this stuff with censorship and the FBI going into the social media companies and all. This is all 2018. Then Trump signs off on CISA. CISA, CISA is formed. CISA gets so overwhelmed with it that they try to start the Disinformation Governance Board. They were already doing all this stuff. It's not new. But this is, what, this is what Higgins says, and I wish I could believe him. I really do.
3: Bottom line is that the FBI had the Biden crime family laptop for a year. They knew it was leaking. They knew it would hurt the Biden campaign. So the FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You ladies and gentlemen interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news, it's gonna get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Your attorneys are familiar Later, with that.
1: In like 75 or 80 years when these people are about to die Later. Later.
2: Give them a chance.
1: They're being questioned. And um, Marjorie Taylor Greene really, really did slam Yoel Roth with his former comments about sex with minors and grinder profiles and, and all of that. But the one that really struck me was Nancy Mace. Now, I have to explain some things about Nancy Mace to people. Because a lot of people don't like Nancy Mace. And frankly, a lot of the times Nancy Mace pisses me the hell off too. She's this represent- was good though. It was. She's from Charleston, South Carolina. It is a Democrat strong district in South Carolina. One of the most strong Democrat districts in South Carolina. And there are more and more popping up everywhere. But she needs to get elected in Charleston. Okay, which means she goes on CNN and she says things that'll piss you off and she goes on whatever leftist media program she has to and she wears her mask and she stands on the steps of the Capitol with all the other freshman people with her mask on. She has one of the most conservative voting records in the entire House of Representatives. So there is the public-facing Nancy Mace who bashes conservatives because she has to get reelected. And then there's the Nancy Mace that goes and votes conservative all of the time, all of the time. And here she is testifying. And I almost want to play the whole thing. I really do, because it was really, she's really good in hearings.
6: Harvard educated. Here we epidemic. go. Hold on. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter fires files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter files make it apparent Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of trends blacklist. Apparently the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I along with many Americans have long term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot. But it was a second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain and I've had a battery of tests. I find it extremely alarming Twitter's unfettered censorship spread into medical fields and affected millions of Americans by suppressing expert opinions from doctors and censoring those who disagree with the CDC. I have great regrets about getting the shot because of the health issues that I now have that I don't think are ever going to go away. And I know that I'm not the only American who has those kinds of concerns. Another example of what Twitter has done to censor folks is uh, from Dr. Martin Kohldorf, a Harvard-educated epidemiologist who once tweeted COVID vaccines are important for high risk people and their caretakers. Those with prior natural infection do not need it, nor children. The Twitter files reveal this tweet was deemed false information because it ran contrary to the CDC. So my first question this morning of Ms. Gaddy may I ask of you, where did you go to medical school?
7: I did not go to medical
8: school.
6: I'm sorry. I did not go to medical school. That's what I thought. Why do you think you or anyone else at Twitter had the medical expertise to censor a doctor's expert opinion? Our policies regarding COVID were designed to protect individuals. We were seeing you guys censored Harvard educated doctors, Stanford educated doctors, doctors that are educated in the best places in the world, and you silenced those voices. My next question is, did the U.S. government, oh, excuse me, I have another chart I want to show you, Ms. Gaddy. I have another tweet by someone with a following of a full 18,000 followers. This person put a chart from the CDC on Twitter. It's the CDC's own data, so it's accurate by your standards, and you all labeled this as misleading. You're not a doctor, right, Ms. Gaddy? No, I'm not. Okay, what makes you think you or anyone else of Twitter have the medical expertise to censor actual, accurate CDC data?
1: I'm not familiar with these particular situations. Yeah, I'm
6: sure you're not. But this is what Twitter did. They labeled this as inaccurate. It is the government's own data. It's ridiculous that we're even having to have this conversation today. It's not just about the laptop. This is about medical advice that expert doctors were trying to give Americans because social media companies like Twitter were silencing their voices. How many people died?
2: Hundreds of thousands. At at least.
1: Unbelievable.
2: Hundreds of thousands. Just from from those who went... To the hospital walked into the hospital and were uh were put into a medically induced coma a few hours later and then never walked out that just on that end forget about those who went to great lengths to prevent getting covid by taking part in experiments that have rendered them maimed or dead as well i mean there's just and and this this i i hate her I, i hate i reserve so much ire for the vijayas of the world because it's not just about them even personally it's just what they represent Uh they 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 are the culmination of so many things that i i believe are evil and um in in such a in such a smirking snake-like way too like i would so much rather be dealing with Idiots. I, no, I would. I would be rather dealing with Genghis Khan invaders. Oh
1: because yeah, because at, at le- least you could see.
2: We can see them, and and not only that, there there would be a, no matter what kind of nightmares would befall us for having to be involved in a real actual war. At least we would be. There would be a galvanizing effect among ourselves and all of our neighbors and whatever instead, they took the psychological subversion. they took the psychological warfare aspect where it just it made us soft and compliant and fighting with each other while these snakes, these snakes who she's only sitting up there as comfortable as she is because she still believes she has the political protection and uh, and and uh, and um, and clout to be able to get through this. She's certainly she not
1: Ron Johnson, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, well, it's yeah. No, I I hate her.
1: Oh, I thought you meant Mace.
2: No, 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 not Mace. Mace. I'm talking about Vijaya.
6: Okay. Another question. My last one for you, Miss T- uh, Miss Gaddy. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to pressure Twitter to moderate or censor certain tweets? Yes or no. We have a. Did the U.S. government ever contact you or anyone at Twitter to censor or moderate certain tweets? Yes or no? We receive legal demands to remove content from the platform from the U.S. government and governments all around the world. Those are published on a third-party website, and anyone can review them. Thank God for Matt Taibbi. Thank God for Elon Musk for allowing to show us in the world that Twitter was basically a subsidiary of the FBI censoring real medical voices with real expertise that put real Americans' lives in danger because they didn't have that information. I also wanna thank one of my colleagues, uh, Ro Khanna, because it, as it turns out, censorship isn't just an important issue to conservatives. Some of my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, like Roe, uh-
1: Ro Khanna is the only Democrat that reached out to Twitter and said, hey guys, you probably don't wanna be doing this, it's not right the only one knew what was going on reached out and said you know what this is probably not the greatest idea can can you stop the only one uh,
6: found this censorship
1: um this one is good here we go I-
7: I, I don't quite follow that mr williams wouldn't the american people feel like this government wasn't so weaponized against them if there wasn't such a revolving door between department of justice senior officials and lobbying
0: i i, I, I don't quite follow the premise of your question sir well, it's and pretty easy there's
2: i don't get it we're, we're the we're the we're supposedly the most the, the smartest most qualified intuitive people on the planet who uh who have been given the very distinct honor of monitoring every damn syllable that Americans and foreigners say on the internet, but I don't. I don't get what you just asked there.
1: I don't understand. I don't understand. You-
7: can you can you can you digest that for me a little bit? The revolving door between senior officials at the DOJ and the lobbying profession. Do you think that that gives the public more or less trust? There are rules governing what employment. And
0: this is based on my understanding, I've been government for 15 years, governing what post-government employment can be. One, what individuals' actions can be once they're employed elsewhere, but also what they're allowed I mean, to do. lobbying is
7: influence peddling, and you are the principal at the Raven Group, which is a lobbying firm. And I would observe the reporting of Project Veritas, where Jordan Tristan Walker, who's a director of research and development, said on a recording, one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just manipulate COVID ourselves? Mutate COVID via directed evolution. Pfizer is a revolving door for all government officials. It's pretty good for industry, to be honest. It's bad for everyone else in America. Pfizer is one of the clients of the lobbying firm that you're a principal of, isn't it? I do not represent Pfizer. I do not know, you're, sir. You're a principal of the Raven Group, right? No, I, that, that is
0: correct. I, I, okay, mean, just, I, just,
1: I have no idea that that we have Pfizer as a client. They pay us billions, but I, I, yeah. don't, I, mean, I don't know.
2: I, I would have to imagine, and I don't know anything about the Raven Group, but I would have to imagine if Pfizer is a client, it's probably one of their top three clients. Uh-huh. Probably. But, but, I would have to imagine anybody that works with Pfizer pfizer as their top three
1: clients
7: (coughs) this is an outrage i didn't know we were working we were working with pfizer the whole time (laughs) unanimous consent to enter into the record the clients of the raven Raven group which include pfizer that objection not just ( Hampshire) pfizer but google as well And in response to the Twitter files, we saw a statement come from the FBI where they said correspondence between the FBI and Twitter show nothing more than examples of our traditional, longstanding, and ongoing federal government and private sector engagements. Are there such engagements between the FBI and Google?
0: When you say such engagement, sir, I don't. Quite Does follow. Google engage with the FBI, Mr. Williams? I don't work for either Google or the FBI, oh, sir. I, oh, so I, gosh, I can't. I'd,
7: I'd have to again point you to your own client list that you advertise on your own website, which includes Google. Does it surprise you that at the Raven Group's website, Pfizer and Google are clients?
1: The point of a lobbyist is to work for your client to get them more in, in to get their their wishes you i don't have to define a lobbyist for you people you you know what i'm we you know what a lot this this would be like
2: this would be like uh fusion gps saying that uh they had they had no clue that that uh you know the the, the clintons and uh and uh who are the other people that they're like the the vessel that there's a, a connection between all these different all these different uh forces that they are working for trying to kill multiple birds with one stone it's it's just it's just the same it's the same thing over and over again but they're
1: we're at we're at the point right now where there needs to be somebody and i i mean i know this stuff and we we all know this stuff just because we're in it all day long but the the there is no line anymore there's no line it's gone there's no line between government and and private corporation and and corruption and, you know, shady, it's gone. It's, there's, where do we, I don't even, here.
0: It does not surprise me, sir, no.
7: Uh, The the Soros-funded Open Society is one of the clients as well. Does that surprise you? Uh, Sir, I don't have our client list in front of me. Right now, I will. uh...
1: Those three alone, Google, Pfizer, and George Soros' Open Society those three have to be way up at the top how do you how do you sit here with this incredulous look on your face and pretend as though you don't know
2: especially since open society is like a parent company
1: of of gazillions
2: of 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 almost every other special interest group in the country so I mean it it's it just but you know here's the thing Tracy what it comes down to is uh, again the How is the public? How fractured is the public when they when whoever does tune into this perceives what is going on there? Because this is an objectively bad bad situation for everybody who is being questioned at this hearing. But when you go to you go outside of your bubble and you look, you stare right into the face of crazy like someone like Aaron Rupar, who is on uh, Twitter. And probably taking clips of this entire hearing, but f- but fashioning it in a way where people like Matt Gates and uh, Na- uh, uh, Mace and everybody else look like raving lunatics. That that's and that is wh- how that is the responsibility they've given themselves to take everything that we have watched right now, clip it, put it on out, and put some smarmy comment in there to make it look like. What is being lobbed at these obvious operators is outlandish and crazy Republican nonsense. Whereas if it were the other way around, of course they would be if they if they had this is the kind of juicy stake that that the the statists out there who have been running every political scam, um, especially since the emergence of Donald Trump's candidacy in 2015. This is the kind of stake they've been looking for this entire time. You, you the Crusades and the, the the barn burning they've been engaged in with literal nothing that they have been able to make mountains out of molehills. If they had the stake that this was, oh, imagine the destruction! Imagine the people who would have gone to jail. Uh, I, unwise, you know, yeah, they've tried. They've tried to put people, everybody, everybody in jail and taken uh, disqualified for future elections and everything based on bullshit. Can you imagine if they had stake like this?
1: I know, it's real Do- stake. Donald,
2: Donald people like Donald Trump would be in jail for the next 50 years. Uh,
1: for sure. Absolutely. Funny a uh, couple things. Number one, the guy in the background there with the big bald head, his name is Ivan Raikland. I know him. <laughs> He's sitting there. The look on his face is pretty hysterical. Um just wanted to point that out for everybody. <laughs> Um, I wanted to make people laugh real quick. Uh, maybe we'll play this after, though, because it's 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 just people started putting like Snapchat filters on the hearings and interviews.
5: Um, who are you know politicians who won't even take questions?
3: So, as I said today on my Twitter feed, come to The Clown Show, Grassley and Johnson and Gabbert, and stay for the truth, Jamie Raskin.
4: <laughs>
1: Jamie Raskin. <laughs> stay for the truth, Jamie Raskin.
4: Yeah.
2: I've got that I, video,
1: uh, Frank, that you wanted to play.
2: Well, that, that's only if you want. It's two. It, it's a two-minute clip out of the whole... Since you were talking, we were talking about uh, Minority Report before, if it's not... You don't. You don't have to play. It's nine twenty four.
1: Let's end. We'll we'll end with this, this clip from the World Economic Forum, and then if you've got something funny for us to do at the very end, that would be great too. So think of something funny while we're playing this clip from the WEF.
0: First off, a video. Uh, it's going to make you see the future and understand a wonderful future where we can use brainwaves to fight crime, be more productive, and find love. Let's roll.
8: You're in the zone. Even you can't believe how productive you've been. Your memo is finished, your inbox is under control, and you're feeling sharper than you have in a decade. Sensing your joy, your playlist shifts to your favorite song, sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that appears whenever you're overloaded with pleasure. Your theta brainwave activity decreasing. Could you take a quick look at my brain data? Anything to worry about? Your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team. Anything you to worry about? Cause Cause I'm feeling, feeling good. good
2: about, I'm feeling. I'm feeling too good, doctor.
8: intra office romance, but you can't help fantasizing just a little. But then you start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feelings when she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. You breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. You head home jamming to the music with Uh, your work-issued brain-sensing earbuds still in. What? When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data. The government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. What? They have compelling evidence that one of your coworkers has committed massive wire fraud. Now, they're looking for his co-conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity (gasps) between your coworker and the people he has been working with. While you know you're innocent of any crime, You've been secretly working with him on a new startup venture.
1: Oh! Shaking,
8: you remove your earbuds.
1: My God.
8: Yeah.
2: That's that 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 was that's all. World Economic Forum. This is all part of the Fourth Industrial Revolution, and 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 where they want to bring humanity.
1: Um. Yeah, like I was saying, do you have something funny that we can... Listen- I,
2: <laughs> well, here's the funny thing that I saw, I found in it. it, it again, it's pla- not being able to plan for all the variables. The variable that I brought up on my show when I, I, I watched this the other night was, well, you you know that the only real reason why the boss would uh, send some sort of a... send sort of a, some sort of a, uh, hey, uh, hey, good job on your brain metrics, is because she noticed that the employee was ogling the guy that the boss wants (laughs) so so it, 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 it to think that this is not going to be used in petty ways the other thing there too is that if they're going to monitor uh if this technology is going to be rolled out to monitor any kind of employee proficiency you know there's going to be some sort of uh they're going to find some sort of racial disparity that they don't like in in the, the the weeks and months of rolling it out, and it'll be done away with because it's, somebody will call it racist for one reason or another. So th- there's that. But um, ultimately, yeah, yeah, the the brain waves, and it's also going to be one of those things where somebody uh, we know how many people are hypochondriacs already. Uh, can you imagine? Oh, that you it, can
1: tell if you're faking being sick or oh, lying. Or either that,
2: either that, or somebody who's obsessed with. Oh, what's what's that my brain waves what does that mean got a call got got a webMD this one my brain waves just spiked you did the whole day it will be a nightmare for anybody who's already has some kind of proclivity uh tendency and uh toward <laughs> hypochondria but uh they, they want to turn us into into crazy lab rats so
1: Frank uh Dan is off on a roll by the way I don't know if you've saw you've seen all of the Dan chat responses floating around. On the internet
2: it's getting crazy i think that something is um i i think that something has shifted in the damn thing yes now now it's going like science fictiony and and I don't know if that is to discredit all of the real based stuff that it was saying at first.
1: Some of the people that are sharing this stuff are acting like it's like revolutionary information and it's really just some conspiracy theories and other real actual proven things that everybody really knows about. And just to end the Friday show today, guys, you, um, a lot of people in the comments are like, well, we already know this, or we already this, or we already that, or well, uh, good for you. That I mean, like, we are like probably the most educated, informed subset of the American population. There's a lot of people watching the show that aren't commenting and chatting that don't and haven't heard and didn't have the time and don't know. So wanted to share this stuff for those people who just are too busy to sit and listen to a seven hour long hearing. Um, well,
2: it, 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 there's the other thing there too is would say, well, I see that a lot in every chat room all over the place. There's always going to be someone that says, yeah, but we already know this. Okay. So either we don't talk about it and then you say that we're talking about frivolous stuff.
1: We got we, we got a we lot can... of shit for that too the other day, by the way. Why? <laughs> the way we covered this SCOTUS, uh, the SCOTUS, the State of the Union address. What about it? People were like, I was hoping for more than just mocking what people were wearing.
2: What do you, what's more? But if we say? did
1: like an in-depth analysis of it, people would have complained that we weren't like, it, whatever, it's okay.
2: You, you want a, why you, you want an in-depth analysis about how everything that came out of his mouth was, was unconstitutional <laughs> and was a lie and that you'll probably just get more of the same from a Republican up there doing the same exact thing only we would like the rah rah aspect of that It's like it, it the entire thing is a is a farce. You know, the Constitution doesn't even say every year in February, got to give everybody the State of the Union. And to- oh, 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 and also by rule, the, the Union must always be strong.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, like- it's never not strong, ever. Never, never. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you, but we have to yeah. talk about this stuff. It has to get out there to people. People have to understand what's happening. The- Years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about watching a government hearing now we're all clamoring to see what people say and then hold them accountable when nothing happens however we know how so have a good relaxing weekend hang out spend time with your family go for a walk do something nice outside you have been listening to the dark to light podcast with Frankie Powell on the drums and beans you can hear us every Monday Wednesday and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the live show streams for you at 8.30 a.m. on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter. And don't forget, Monday through Friday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, you can go to quitefrankly.tv and catch Frank's show. We will be back here on Monday. wait,
8: wait, wait.
2: You know you should do, Tracy. I don't know if you have time tonight, and I don't know if you, there's anything for you, but I have a very special show topic tonight. What is it? The show topic, I've been building this thread for a while. It's called, The Most Important Lie You've Ever Had to Tell. And I I don't know, I just wanna put it out there. Um, I, it could be a lie that has saved your life, that has been a, 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 a form of desperate comfort for someone in your life in need something to buy you time to figure out a sticky situation. I don't know why there's just something about this topic I can't wait to jump into tonight and I Mm. want to invite everybody to contribute something. So Tracy, if you want to text or email something to me, if you can't call in or if you don't have anything at all, whatever I just wanted to put it out there. It's going to be a nice um, uh, Friday night show I'm sure we'll do some headlines or roundups, but it's going to be more so just human interest again.
1: As long as you're not telling uh, Matt that you're gay, we'll be all good. And gay. (laughs) Okay. We will see you back here on Monday. See ya.
2: Later.